The late British poet Kathleen Rain wrote, And see the peaceful trees extend, their myriad leaves and leisure dance. They bear the weight of sky and cloud upon the fountain of their veins. Today's lessons from Holy Scripture are a veritable forest. The Jewish prophet Ezekiel, declaring the word of God to his fellow Israelites, who have been ripped from their homeland and sent to Babylon in captivity and exile. He speaks to them these words from the Lord. I myself will take a sprig from the lofty top of the cedar. I will set it out. I will break off a tender one from the topmost of its young twigs. I myself will plant it. And under it, every kind of bird will live in the shade of its branches, will find nest winged creatures of every kind. And in today's psalm, which was originally written for the people of Israel, it poetically promises, The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree, and shall spread abroad like a cedar of Lebanon. And our Lord, himself a Jew, speaking to his fellow people in the first century, who are experiencing a sort of exile at home, because they have been occupied by the great Roman Empire. And Jesus, a new sort of prophet, and more than a prophet, tells them this. With what can I compare the kingdom of God? Or what parable will we use for it? It is like the mustard seed which when sown upon the ground is the smallest of all the seeds on earth. And yet when it is sown, it grows up and becomes the greatest of all shrubs and puts forth large branches so that the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. And then we move to the second letter to the Corinthians where St. Paul states, only you can prevent forest fires. Okay, St. Paul doesn't actually say that. And he doesn't actually even talk about trees, or does he? For the love of Christ urges us on, because we are convinced that one has died for all, therefore all have died, and he dies for all. So that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who died and was raised for them. So, if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. New creation. A sprig from a lofty cedar top. A palm tree flourishing like a palm tree. A tiny mustard seed that grows up to become the greatest of shrubs. New life. Loudly repeat after me, new life. New life. That was sort of moderate, it wasn't very loud. But. <laughs> to embrace Christ is to be grafted into an ancient tree whose roots go down to the dark, rich soil of all beauty, of all goodness, and all truth. To embrace Christ 
It should be grafted into a living system, a clan, a tribe, a family, a spiritual ecosystem, a new creation. Loudly repeat after me, new creation. Very good. The glory of the kingdom of God is not found chiefly in beautiful stained glass and stately stone. As much as these things can help you and I to worship. But the glory of the kingdom of God is found in beautiful tree. In shimmering leaf. And the melodious song of birds. In shining faces. And in warm hearts. And in healed wounds. And abundant harvests for all. And in a sense of kinship. A sense of kinship with those who have walked in the forest of God before us. And those who walk in the forest of God now. And those who will walk in the forest of God after us. And in fact, this beautiful mountain of stained glass and stone does remind us of these truths. For it has been soaked, it has been saturated for over a hundred years in prayer. Prayer being a chief nutrient for the growth of spiritual trees, whether on their own or in a sacred circle, what you and I might call a Christian congregation. St. John's was once just a tiny mustard seed. And Bishop Jackson Kemper, that great missionary, that great spiritual tree planter of the 19th century, started our congregation with one tiny seed. And Bishop Kemper... And the woman and men who first worshipped at St. John's, they did not know whether it would take root, whether it would endure. And yet through prayer, and the power of the Spirit, through sunshine, S-O-N, and holy rain, that little seed blossomed. That little seed endured. And generations have found shade here. Generations have found life here. Generations have felt their skin brushed against the leaves of the kingdom of God here. Rodney Dangerfield, the celebrated comic of No Respect fame, once said in a joke, I looked up my family tree. And I found out I was a sad. But, ah, uh, but, once you embrace Christ, once you embrace Christ, you become bracketed into the family of God. And however horrible or humble your past, however merry or miserable your present, your life and your life's roots Mix and merge with the roots and lives of all the great saints and mystics, with all the great kings and queens of creation. Your life, as you embrace Christ, mixes and merges with all the people of God from all time and every place. 
When you embrace Christ, not look at Christ, not say, oh, that's nice. When you embrace Christ, your life and its roots mix and merge with the moist, swelling, fragrant, fertile life of the triune God. There are no saps under the shade of God's tree. There are no saps under the shade of God's tree. There are only many and varied birds of the air, from the tiny chickadee to the soaring eagle, that find a home in its branches. As God said through the prophet Ezekiel so long ago, all the trees of the field shall know that I am the Lord. I bring low the high tree, I make high the low tree, I dry up the green tree, and make the dry trees flourish. I, the Lord, have spoken, I will accomplish it. And so, church, taking in everything you heard in the sermon, taking everything you felt in the sermon, and with the grace of God, Live out this old aphorism in a new creation way. Bloom where you are planted. Amen.